Hello and welcome to another episode of the Daily Remedy Podcast. Today we have somebody who is quite close to me in the literal sense, as it is a cousin of mine who unfortunately should not be named for the purpose of the podcast, but who has made the decision to be unvaccinated. And it's an interesting decision because it's one that's met largely with a certain level of acceptance in our family, but one that has raised more than its fair share of eyebrows. And I think what this shows is the issue of vaccinations is a lot more complex than what people would make it out to seem. It's not the, oh, you didn't get vaccinated, you are no longer my son, you are no longer my family member. It's a little more subtle than that. But I think delving into the subtleties, into how the issue of being vaccinated or unvaccinated really plays out in the actual family and social setting is quite instructive. And I think the conversation today should really lend a clear eye into how the issues play out. So for the purpose of the conversation, we will refer to him as A. And before we get started, A, just kind of want to get a little sense of your educational background and a little bit of what you do for a living. Yeah, you know, thank you for having me on the Daily Remedy podcast. It's an honor to be here. As far as my background goes, so I'm in my late 20s. I got my bachelor's from University of Illinois. I majored in finance. So, you know, my degree isn't exactly science-related, but I did do a lot of trading. And, you know, one thing uh, trading taught me is, uh, you know, to think logically to, um, you know, really question everything and at the end of the day to stay humble and just, you know, keep questioning everything. So obviously you are educated above what would be considered a traditional level of education, yet you have a certain belief when it comes to the vaccine. And you alluded to this already when you talked about questioning everything. Can you talk a little bit about how you derived at the decision to be unvaccinated, not that we're going to question it. It's simply we want to understand how you derive that thinking. Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, you know, just going back to my degree, uh, one of my classes, Econ 101, you know, the, the first thing to teach us is there is no such thing as a free lunch. And uh, so, you know, when I saw that they were giving this vaccine for free, I was a little hesitant. But uh, k- kidding aside, you know, um, yeah, so the vaccine came out, you know, around March, April this year for the general public, and um, which was great. I just wanted to wait to see, you know, if it was in fact effective, and um, you know, if there were any side effects from it. Just because at that point it had been a year since you know the pandemic started, and uh, I, I still did a lot of traveling last year. Of course, you know, I I followed protocol. I kept on my mask and tried to keep my distance, but you know, just traveling so much in a year, and I still hadn't gotten COVID or sick at all. And so, you know, I thought, you know, maybe it doesn't hurt to wait. Um, You know, um, these pharmaceutical companies don't exactly have the best track record. So I just wanted to see if there were any side effects. And um, that was my decision to just hold on. So I I got a couple of questions. And uh, in full disclosure, I gave you those questions ahead of time just so you can ponder over it. But before we get into those questions, uh, I just want to press you on what you just said. Uh, You mentioned... uh, no free lunch, uh, track record of the pharmaceutical companies. Uh, again, this is not intended to convince you one way or the other, but when you state those as your reasons to people, what is the general reaction you get 
among those who sympathize with you and those who may not necessarily agree with you? Yeah, so, you know, I think uh, at the end of the day, when you speak, uh, when someone asks you a question, they really just want you to, um, you know, uh, kind of, they look at things from their perspective. And, um, you know, I think uh, these days people don't really, uh, aren't very open-minded, especially when it comes to things that can, you know, affect their health and their well-being. I think, um, you know, survival is, um, it's built into us to survive no matter what, you know, and so, you know, when uh, our leaders and the media says that, you know, if someone is unvaccinated, they can bring harm to you. Uh, you know, I don't even think people listen to the substance of what I'm saying. They just, um, you know, kind of ignore it and, uh, you know, tell me to get the vaccine. But and the other side is, you know, my 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 reasoning isn't exactly science related and I don't have a science background. So, you know, they, they do say that, um, you know, maybe I am not applying the uh, the best logic out there uh, in not getting the vaccine. But, uh, you know, I, I, f I find that even um, even the all the stuff that we do, you know, all these studies are um, they get paid. Uh, you know, you, you always have to follow the money. And so even with all these studies, uh, you know, sometimes I feel like uh, they're, they're in the favor of whoever's funding them. And so you have to take even the studies with a grain of salt. And I also feel like, you know, we've become so science dependent that we, we've almost like less, uh, lost our common sense. And, you know, we want science to answer all the questions that sometimes you can just drive through intuition. So I think that's a fair point because we did admittedly, and in full disclosure, I got the vaccines. Um, uh, I believe that the data provides enough comfort on my end to want to get vaccinated. Uh, but you look at the data and you derive a different conclusion. Um, is it really about the data? What I what I mean by that is, what is there any amount of information or data that really could have swayed you one way or the other? Or are you looking at this from a different perspective? You talk about not having a science background, but obviously having a finance and econ background, you know how to analyze. So if it's not the data, or if it's not the quality of the data, what goes into your decision making? Yeah, you know, uh, I, I think there's uh, several factors. So one factor is, you know, um, growing up, I always felt underserved by the medical community. So, you know, growing up, um, I used to get sick a lot. And whenever I went to the doctor, uh, you know, they would just prescribe antibiotics or whatever other medicine they gave. And, um, you know, th th that was, uh, it was fine. Um, you know, I eventually got better, but, you know, I, I feel like they didn't really get to the source of the problem. They kind of just patched up my problem. Uh, and then, you know, when I was about 22, 23 years old, I started having lower back problems and I went to the doctor for that, went to the chiropractor for that. They said that, you know what, I think you're going to have these back pains forever the best we can do is, you know, reduce the pain. And uh, I, I thought that was an, um, you know, I, I was like, no way I'm going to live the rest of my life with this pain. And so, you know, once I took health into my own matters, uh, you know, I started eating right. I started exercising and, um, you know, my back pain went away. I don't get sick anymore. And um, so, you know, um, you hear about the opioid crisis and stuff like that. Um, so, you know, I, I always did feel a little underserved by the medical community. A lot of times, um, you know, I think, um, uh, well, let me just say this, you know, I understand how hard doctors work. I actually, one of my roommates is a anesthesiologist resident. So, 
you know, I, I see that she works 80 hours a week and so forth. So, you know, I'm, I'm not necessarily blaming them. Uh, I think maybe it's the system that's been set up where I'm. Yeah, I think you have a question for me. No, no, sorry. Uh, really, what I wanted to just allude to was the fact that you've experienced in the past a certain level of disillusionment from the healthcare system. And you are translating that experience into how you trust the data that's currently presenting to you. And you're not alone in that regard. And while a lot of people may not admit it as directly as you have, you see disparities in African-American communities, Hispanic communities, rural Caucasian communities, in which you find a certain level of inherent distrust that manifests in the decision not to be vaccinated. So I understand that at a certain level, it's less about the data and more about this implicit trust that is either developed or eroded over time. When uh, is that is that a fair way to characterize how you're looking at it? Yeah, absolutely. And then you know, even with all the information that you know, I, I would say that's how it started. Uh, that was the decision. That's how my decision started of not getting the vaccine. But you know, as more news and data is coming out, I feel like it just keeps further solidifying my decision because you know, uh, before they said that if you get the vaccine, you won't get COVID. But now we see that breakthrough cases is a thing. I, I believe there was another study that came out um, that said that you know, unvaccinated can spread the virus just as much as the vaccinated can. And so, you know, when, when I look at these things, uh, they are saying that, if, you know, if you get vaccinated, the, the, um, the seriousness of the, of the virus is, will be less severe, which is fine. But, you know, I, I already feel like I'm in great shape. I actually did have COVID at the start of September. Uh, and, you know, funny enough, uh, like I say, all the evidence I'm seeing in real life, it kind of just confirms uh, my decision not to get vaccinated. Um, the, I got it from my roommate who is vaccinated and, you know, my roommate had it for about a week. He lost his sense of smell and taste. Whereas I had it, I was cold for a, like half a day. I had body aches for a day and I was fine after that. So, yeah. Um, and a, you're, you're, um, a big NBA fan. And the reason why I'm segueing into this now, as opposed to later is, much of your answer uh, mirrors a lot of what we hear from particular NBA players who are also making the decision not to be vaccinated as well. As an NBA fan, how much of an influence do those particular individuals have? Maybe not necessarily in how you think, but how you justify your thinking. Yeah, you know, that's a great question. So, um, you know, the two guys that I think take care of their bodies the best, uh, maybe it's not the best, but I think they're up there is Tom Brady and LeBron James. And so, you know, that was definitely a factor. I was I was wondering, you know, will Tom Brady and LeBron James get the vaccine? And, you know, I don't think LeBron James uh, uh, came out and said it up until maybe a couple of weeks ago that he is, in fact, vaccinated. So, you know, once he said that, it, it definitely did make me feel better about um, getting the vaccine. And I know Tom Brady's vaccinated as well. So, um, you know, that definitely did help me out. Um, help made me feel more comfortable in getting the vaccine if I do eventually have to get it. Yeah. And again, I think it's important to characterize how you feel comfortable getting the vaccine. It's less about the data, less about the conflicting messaging or even the credibility coming from the CDC or the FDA, but more this sense of trust that comes from sources that you choose to trust. And they may not be your physician a federal healthcare institution. It may be those individuals that you look to 
as sources that can be trusted. So can you talk a little bit for those who may not kind of understand it in as explicit terms as we're kind of laying it out of what trust means to you and how you develop whether to trust or not trust someone when it comes to vaccine decision making? Yeah, you know, so um, I, I do read a lot of psychology because it is related to uh, trading. Um, you know, it's a big part of it. And so, you know, one thing I, I have realized is that there is a lot of group thinking everything, you know, whether it's um, in trading, you know, if everyone's uh, someone's buying, everyone will start buying, whether it's in science, you know, if someone, uh, you know, a lot of times someone comes out with a study and I feel like other people just put their names in the study, um, you know, just to just to be just to have their name out there. And, um, you know, I, I think it's just human nature that, you know, if we, if we see the person who is authoritative say something, we want to kind of just tag along with them. Um, you know, they've done studies where, uh, you know, they asked which is the largest shape and everyone else in the room was, uh, you know, part of the experiment. But one person that they were testing on, you know, he clearly knew that uh, some other object was the biggest object, but he said the other object that was smaller was the biggest because that's what everyone else said. So, you know, I think um, human human nature, it's just to, you know, follow the authority. And so, you know, it is it is a little tough for me because I, I feel like the media has lied to us um, so much. I think uh, every the media especially has an agenda that they have to fulfill, uh, you know, from their parent company or whoever's paying them. Uh, you know, I think the quality of journalism has gone down uh, severely. Uh, so it, it's tough to know who to trust, you know, the media. Um, I don't trust pharmaceutical companies. I don't trust um, Dr. Fauci. I feel like I don't trust, you know, not once has he gone on television and told people to start exercising, to start eating healthy. Um, you know, at, at one point uh, during this whole pandemic, people were, uh, people acted like natural immunity was not a thing. Uh, you know, that, uh, so when I, when I hear things like these, you know, it makes me not trust the government. Uh, also, a lot of things like, you know, even after you get vaccinated, even if after you get your second dose, they wait two weeks before they claim you as vaccinated. So, you know, everyone that's dying after one shot of the vaccine or two shots of the vaccine, but it hasn't been two weeks yet, they are still qualified as unvaccinated, uh, you know, hospitalizations or deaths. And uh, so I, I feel like even the numbers are getting skewed. Um, you know, the, uh, the media just ignores everyone that's coming out and talking about the side effects of the vaccine. So, you know, all these things do make me feel suspicious. And, uh, you know, I, I always hated authority. Um, I always hated when people told me to do something. And so I almost feel like I would have a bigger, better chance of getting the vaccine if they weren't just like stuffing, telling us, like forcing us to basically get the vaccine, you know? Yeah, these are very American characteristics. Uh, a inherent distrust, uh, a suspicion of centralized authority. To play devil's advocate, do you think that if the federal government, the CDC, the FDA, the prominent political figures like the Dr. Fauci's of the world communicated better, misspoke less, or double spoke less, that you would feel a certain trust that you don't currently have, or you feel that that was never there to begin with, so you can't make up what you never had? Yeah, you know, I think uh, in our in our current um, political climate and just, you know, in general, I feel like people love to play the victim. They get offended so easily. And that's really uh, affected our ability to think. 
Uh, you know, I think uh, it was uh, Jordan Peterson who said that in order to be able to think, you have to risk offending people, you know. And uh, I think that everyone tries to not offend people so they they don't really think and, you know, uh, say, uh, um, they don't really speak the truth anymore. Um, you know, I think um, so, yeah, you know, like, uh, no, you know, um, I, I'm probably going to offend some of your viewers uh, when I say this, but, you know, I think uh, a big part of the pandemic is because of the obesity that is prevalent in the USA. But, you know, we none of our uh, leaders have addressed it. They haven't, you know, came out in public and said um, that if you are obese, you know, you are more likely to be affected severely from COVID and so forth. And so, you know, when they when they don't say things like this, it's it's hard to trust them. You know, um, when you even when they know it and they're still afraid to say it for whatever reason, you know, it's it's hard to trust them. No, I appreciate that. A eh? it's a unique perspective to have. I think there is certain legitimacy to stating why so many people are focused on pandemic-related issues but not other chronic care-related issues. Uh, often it comes down to where we as a society, we as an individual, choose to place our emphasis and our attention and in many ways our ire on moralizing social policies. Uh, that being said, what do you think in terms of just a general experience that you've had uh, where you were unvaccinated, you approached somebody who was vaccinated, and in a family situation, while it may not have been awkward or outright led to any sort of uh, arguments or anything, it did, still created a certain level of awkwardness. Can you talk us through that experience and maybe talk through your mindset at the time and then afterwards? Yeah, so uh, two experiences do come to mind. One was, uh, you know, a, a friend invited me on his boat. And so, you know, I was on his boat with some of his other buddies. And, you know, we were having a great time. Um, one of his buddies found out I was unvaccinated. And his buddy, and this person actually was a doctor in his late 30s or uh, early 40s. And, you know, he just, uh, he started with his, uh, you know, he, he didn't really, really try to like argue with me logically. He tried. He started doing all these ad hominem attacks. Um, so that actually made me. You know, I, I tried to stay calm. Usually, I, you know, when someone's being aggressive, I become aggressive as well. But my buddy had invited me on his boat, and I, I wasn't really trying to, you know, ruin everyone's mood and everything. Um, so you know, I, I I kept my cool. I let him just uh, speak whatever was on his mind. Um, but uh, yeah. Do you feel like in that instance you held a certain moral high ground that it was almost as if you were being victimized and you needed to maintain a moral high ground to not just justify your stance but justify the position of being unvaccinated in general? Well, I, to be honest, I think part of it was that he was a doctor, so I know he has a science background, whereas I don't. So in the back of my head, I was probably thinking, man, there's no way I can logically argue this with him, you know. Uh, but, you know, uh, like I said, I don't really have a lot of trust in the data that they put out. Um, I just go by anecdotal evidence. Um, and so, you know, from what I've seen, I, I consider health uh, or food to be the best medicine. Uh, so, you know, um, like I said, I used to get sick all the time before. But ever since I took control of my health, I don't get sick. Um, you know, my health is... I never have any pain or anything like that. So my health is in tip-top shape. And, you know, 
Uh, it's been a year and a half since the pandemic started. I, I got COVID once and it was for like two days. And, you know, everything I just see makes me think that I don't need to get the vaccine, you know. Um, so uh, to, sorry to get off track. But to answer your original question, uh, I, I don't think I necessarily took the you know moral high ground or anything like that. But, uh, um, you know, I, I kind of understood where his... Um, where his frustration or anger may be coming from. You know, he is a doctor. Maybe he just sees the worst uh, cases of COVID when he's in the hospital. Or, you know, he, he mentioned that his dad, you know, had COVID and it was because of people like me uh, that, you know, aren't looking out for the rest of society. But I think this, we had this conversation before they came out with the studies showing that, you know, unvaccinated and vaccinated spread it at the same rate. Um, and so I, I can understand where his concern was. Uh, and you know we weren't in a in a professional setting, so I I can understand you know uh, maybe he just uh, instead of keeping it uh, somewhat professional, he just lashed out a bit. So it's understandable. Now you you um you're quite familiar with this uh, experience of people lashing out at you. You know we were uh, about a month ago at a uh, close family friend's wedding, and uh, something um, similarly awkward, if not maybe as aggressive, but perhaps more awkward happened to you. Can you talk about that experience and then how you internalize it after the fact once uh, people started explaining to you what was going on? Yeah, so, you know, we, we showed up at this wedding. Uh, I see a group of people there wearing two masks. And that's when I knew I was I was in bid for a... I was in, <laughs> <laughs> it was going to be an interesting wedding, you know. So, um, yeah, you know, uh, people were... Everyone, for the most part, didn't really care. There was one person who, uh, you know, asked me if I had been vaccinated. I said no. Um, I told her that I did get a test done, but uh, you know, she was which was a negative, which was a negative, and but you know, she was still not having it. Um, she told me to just wear a mask, and uh, so I did, just to um, you know, because she was getting a bit angry, and then. About two, three hours later, you know, I had to take it off for pictures. And then, you know, obviously when we were in the in the wedding hall for the dances and everything, I, I didn't have a mask on. And for some reason, I don't know if she was drunk at that point and didn't care or <laughs> what exactly was going through her mind. But, uh, yeah, she didn't say anything to me after that. So I feel like a lot of times, you know, um, it, we, I think we've even seen this with our political uh, authority figures, you know. Uh, they'll just put on their masks for the camera, but off the camera, you know, they're gonna they'll take off their masks. So, uh, like I said, I don't have a science background, so I'm not sure, you know, if masks do help or they don't help. But uh, uh, yeah, you know, I I think um, I I can see why people get angry because you know, like it says, when it comes to their survival, people will do anything. But I think uh, you know, part of it is the victim mentality that our country is um, going towards i think people need to like start taking more responsibility for their own health and uh you know instead of blaming other people there there was actually a joke that i saw someone said that you know they didn't want to get vaccinated because if they're vaccinated then they have to uh, worry about the unvaccinated giving them covid and they don't need that stress in their life right now so yeah no i'll, I'll jokes aside i think there are a couple of key points you mentioned um so i think not relevant to the conversation but there are studies that have proven masks in certain situations do hold value. But realistically, can you wear a mask when you're at a wedding function and you have to take it off in order to present yourself for the pictures? Those are obviously situational 
issues that are unique to each individual. And that is how you're looking at this. You look at this from a very individual perspective, individual health, individual decisions, weight issues, dietary issues. These are all individual decisions. But the vaccine issue is decidedly not individual. It's really about this generic concept of the broader good, the social good. When people present that to you, how do you internalize that? And what does it make you think when people say you're not looking out for the other person next to you? Yeah, you know, so uh, part of it is, you know, you, you can't pour from an empty cup. So I feel like you have to help yourself before you can help others. With this vaccine, you know, uh, no one is li uh, liable if you do have uh, adverse side effects. And, you know, I don't have the best health insurance out there. So, you know, my part of my thinking was that, uh, you know, I have to I have to worry about myself first and foremost. Um, so, you know, I, I've done my, uh, I've done, you know, I, I take care of my health. Um, I think others should do the same. Uh, it, it is a little harsh and a little rude, but, um, you know, that, that was my that was my thinking. I got to take care of myself first. I'm going to wait for more data to come out before I decide whether I want to take the vaccine or not. Appreciate that. Uh, before we go, I want to ask two questions. So the first question is, what is the worst advice? And you never want to start with a negative, but I think it's instructive in this case. What is the worst advice or type of encouragement you've received to get the vaccine? And what is the best advice or type of encouragement you've received that may potentially change your mind about remaining unvaccinated? Two-part question. Uh, I think the worst advice, um, that's, that's, uh, I'm not exactly sure how to answer that question. Uh, nothing's really coming to my mind, but as far as the best advice, you know, I think it was just, um, just get, just get the vaccine, you know, just get it over with. Um, you gotta, you know, you gotta pick and choose your battles. This is not your battle. I think my main battle right now is just, uh, taking care of myself, taking care of my family, you know, so if, uh, and I, I think, uh, you know, what they've done in New York where they're, they're basically forcing people to get the vaccine. If that does happen where I live, uh, you know, I think I will get the vaccine because, like I said, it's not my battle to fight. I have a, a, a different battle to fight. You know, I want to take care of myself and my family. And so, you know, if I, if I have to risk losing my job from being unvaccinated, then, you know, I'll definitely get the vaccine. That's interesting. So you, you mentioned mandates. A mandate would convince you to get the vaccine? Not, uh, I, I wouldn't use the word convince, but, you know, I feel like at that point my hands would be tied. Um, you know, like I said, right now I just want to focus on my career so I can take care of my family and myself. Um, that's my, my main goal right now. So, you know, if I am being, quote unquote, forced to take the vaccine, then, yeah, I will. No, I appreciate that, A. So, uh, in conclusion, I want to thank you for sharing your views. It's obviously not easy to share a relatively unpopular view, particularly in how society has polarized the issues of being vaccinated or being unvaccinated. So thank you for your insight. It's very instructive to really understand how people think at an individual level. So your input was very valued. And uh, with that, I kind of want to just leave you with the final word. Do you have uh, any 
concluding words or thoughts or sentiments that you would like to share with the listening audience, either those who may be listening and are pondering whether to remain unvaccinated or those who are listening and feel pressured to get vaccinated, even though they may not feel like it's in their best decision. Yeah, you know, so from all the all the latest uh, things I'm reading about, you know, I personally think the vaccines don't work. Um, you know, there's still breakthrough crises. Um, the severity of it does go down, but um, uh, so I, I guess it depends on an individual uh, case. But you know, I can I'm, I think I'm very healthy, and uh, I I don't want to you know deal with the side effects of getting the vaccine. I think uh, you know they were saying that you can spread it easier if you're unvaccinated, but I think they've come out and found out that's not necessarily true as well. So, you know, my view is that vaccines don't work, but, um, you know, it's, it's kind of like, um, I, I guess the question I want to leave your viewers with is if we do find out the vaccines don't work, do you think our political, uh, figure, uh, you know, our authority, everyone who's in charge and all these doctors that have put their career on the line backing this vaccine, would they ever come out and admit it? You know, I think that's something uh, I'd like to leave your viewers with. Okay. Thank you. And with that, I'll leave it be. Thanks for your time, eh? Take of care. Bye-bye, guys.